Front Range Outdoors is brought to you in part by Wild Montana's Island Range Chapter, uniting and mobilizing communities to keep Montana wild. Learn more at wildmontana.org forward slash IRC. Also, Front Range Outdoors is sponsored by Great Falls Area State Parks, including Giant Springs, Tower Rock, First People's Buffalo Jump, and Sluice Boxes, providing year-round cultural, historical, and recreational experiences for the Great Falls area. Good afternoon. This is Front Range Outdoors on KGPR, Great Falls, Montana. And before we get to our guest today, I'm in here with Gabe. Amy's out on sabbatical. I would tell you what she's doing, but it's classified. So I'll have to save it for another program. But if you've noticed, we're waiting for spring to come. All the signs of spring are here. The birds are here. I saw that there the geese had finally arrived at uh, up there at um, uh, the refuge and freeze out, freeze out, and uh, you know they had their big event up there um, last week or the week before, I think, last weekend of March, and there were maybe fifteen thousand geese there. Usually they have closer to a hundred thousand. So, but I heard this weekend they're starting to show up in real, really, really big numbers. And I've seen some Facebook posts that reflect that. Uh, I haven't seen any pelicans on the river yet. Um, I guess may correct me on that. They may have made it to Helena, but uh, I haven't seen them on the river down here. I, my my robins are back. I've got baby rabbits in the yard. Um, the grass is actually trying to. Uh, uh, be green but it's 23 degrees this morning so but in but as in the big sky in four days it's going to be close to 70 degrees and spring will really be here but what else is going on well i had a call in that um, wild montana the central um, chapter i would call it here they're doing a cleanup on the missouri river on april 22nd that, so that's Saturday, April 22nd, in conjunction with Earth, Earth Day. And so they're going to do a little cleanup on the Missouri River in the morning, and then they're going to move over to um, they're going to move over to the Sun River and do a little cleanup there. So it should be a full day. And the last couple times I've been down on the river with the way we have wind, we, the river can certainly use the cleanup because the wind is great for generating power, but it, boy, it blows the trash around. If you're interested in that, go to their uh, homepage, go to Wild Montana, and they can certainly use the help. And I'm hoping to be out there unless I can find some place to go hiking. Um, and I think our guest today, that's going to be my segue to our guest today. And somebody that I've never met, but I've talked to a couple times, and he actually helped me out with a hike last year. He's probably forgot that, but... Um, He's uh, quite the quite the hiker, I would say. Um, BigSkyWalker.com if you want to go to his website. And the person I'm talking about is Rob Rod Benson. Rod, welcome to Front Range Outdoors and KGPR. And how's the weather out where you're at? You know, Marty, it's uh, it's cold and windy up here in Hayes. It's about 
I don't know, 25 degrees and it's snowing, cloudy. Not the best day for hiking, for sure. A good day to be in the studio and talk about hiking is the way I say it, because within four days, I'm looking at the weather, and I heard that by Monday, we'll, next Monday, it'll be approaching 70 degrees, but you've been in Montana long enough, and especially on the front, to understand that that's the way the front works. We can be 20, and we can be 70 or even higher in a, in a short bit of time. Um, yes, and as a hiker, I'm always checking the weather, uh, trying to pick my pick my spots when I can get some hiking in. Well, I think um, you're a little bit of a meteorologist uh, on on the side, also. Uh, let's let's give you give our listeners a little background there, Rod. I, I I went to your page and read your background, and so you're a science teacher by trade, and you worked for the Helena School District for like 37 years. Before you retired? Well, I taught I, I, I taught for 37 years. The last 25 were in Helena. I was the one of the four freshman earth science teachers. So I, for uh, five periods a day, five days a week, for 25 years, I taught freshman earth science. So I, I did, along the way, learn a little bit about weather, a little bit about geology, which uh, both make my hiking a little more fun. Um, and then after retiring, <clears throat> um, I found out that you could teach in a what they call a hardship school, and uh, Hayes Lodgepole is a hardship school. That means they couldn't find a science teacher, so they could hire me, a, a retired science teacher, and I could uh, I could you know get paid from from them and also draw my retirement for three years. So that's kind of kind of what I've been doing. That's why I ended up here in Hayes. And plus. I grew up in Harlem, you know, just 40 miles north of here, so very familiar with the, the area. Uh, in fact, I've had several students at Hayes Logical High School who were, uh, I went to high school with their grandparents in Harlem back in the 70s. <laughs> so it's been kind of, it's kind of been a full circle for me here as far as my, my career goes, and I'm just really, uh, one of the things that drew me to this area is uh, just as, as a high schooler and, and as a young person, I, I saw this area and I was kind of wondered about it, but I wasn't really into hiking. And uh, as I got older, I got into hiking and I thought, man, I'd like to go back and explore some of those buttes and ridges and mountains. And it's 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 been fun. Well, certainly for me, Rod, your website and and I really didn't go to your website right off the bat. I somehow through Facebook, through social media, became interested in some things you posted that were public about hikes. And then once I friended you, I saw more of your hikes and realized just, boy, instead of, as we always do here in Great Falls, um, pretty much the snowies, both sets of the belts, the high woods in the front, don't look beyond that too much. And Boy, you opened my eyes to what's out there in central Montana, really central Montana. A lot of times we consider ourselves central Montana right here. and But I, I'd say you're closer to what I envision looking at a map of central Montana. And, and let me ask you this before we get into some of the actual hikes there. Um, does... Uh, is it as, as different hiking there as it looks um, compared to... Uh, hiking on the front or, say, hiking down in the belt? 
which you've done extensively. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely different. Um, you know, we have what we call island mountain ranges. You know, you have the, the Little Rockies and the, the, the Bears Paw Mountains and vast areas of prairie in between. Um, and there's buttes. Um, and not all, all of them uh, are what most people would call buttes uh, around here in a real isolated little mountain might be called a butte and uh, you know i'd have to say my favorite area outside of glacier park to hike would probably be the rocky mountain front but uh you know i love i love walking on these island ranges as well it's, it's amazing how many little canyons and, <clears throat> and beautiful ridges we have here in the little rockies just you know right out my my back door and so, uh, um yeah definitely different and you sent me a list of some of the cool hikes and I'm actually for listeners out there if you go to his website uh, skywalker.com bigskywalker.com and I'll and I'll remind you of that a couple more times today is um, he's got an excellent uh, website that has a map and it shows all the hikes he's probably not all the hikes he's done but all the ones that he has chronicled and he's got pictures and information on on the hike on there. But I was really interested in in all of them. But the fact that he had a bunch out there that are either on the res or very close to the reservation there. And that's the Fort Belknap uh, reservation, correct, Rod? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some really great hikes here um, whenever friends visit. Uh, probably the one I like to show them is is in Mission Canyon. There's a a trail that was developed by the uh, oh, what is it? The Youth Conservation Corps, I think, is the one that developed the trail, and it goes up up the uh, up to the rim of the canyon, go through a, a beautiful limestone arch, and then you can follow it over to a place uh, where you have a, an overlook, and you just look down on Mission Canyon. And I'd say, you know, if passers-by um, people passing through the area want to do a, you know, arguably one of the shortest, most scenic hikes in central Montana is just the Mission Canyon Overlook. I highly recommend that one. And I know that one is, is, uh, public access. Some of, some of the hikes I do around here, um, my, my situation is kind of unique because I live here and people know me and, uh, I post pictures and share information, so I kind of feel like I'm pretty much welcome to hike. Um, there aren't many hikers around here. I don't, I don't encounter hikers, um, but that one I know is is definitely one that I would recommend and is is public access. How about Rod? Uh, given our listeners, how would you access um, um, that Mission Mission Ridge hike? Is that what you would call it? How would you get there? Yeah, Mission. From Helena well, or Great Falls? Well, you go to Hayes, and then um, you drive through Hayes into Mission Canyon. And about a half a mile into the canyon, there's a trailhead. It says the Hole-in-the-Wall Trailhead. And that's that's how you get to the overlook. And then from there, you can hike up to the Mission Ridge. Uh, you know, if you do both round trip, that would probably be about four, four-and-a-half-mile hike. Nice little hike. Another one that I really like, and uh, I'm confident it's public access, is Three Buttes. So Three Buttes is a it's a 
plutonic formation. Uh, it's just three little mountains. Uh, they don't have a lot of trees on them. And one of them has a rattlesnake den. <laughs> so if you don't like rattlesnakes, don't hike on Three Buttes in the summertime. <clears throat> but I hike up there a lot, especially in the wintertime. I'm not here in the summertime. But Three Buttes is another one that I featured, and it probably gives the best view of the, because it's located pretty close to the, well, close to the middle of the reservation, and it gives a nice view of the whole area. You can look over and see the Bears Paw Mountains. You can see the Little Rockies. You can see Snake Butte to the north. And it's just uh, just a great hike right in the middle of the prairie. And and to find out, to see some pictures of that and to look at the route and whatever notes you have there, they could just go to the website and, uh, and find that one um, designated on there. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I think we'll, <clears throat> I've included both of those hikes. <clears throat> I think the one to see would be exploring the Fort Belknap Reservation. I have a blog okay. post called Exploring the Fort Belknap. And then the one up uh, Three Buttes is featured in uh, a blog post called Winter Hiking on the Fort Belknap Reservation. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that because I, w- I was looking at it as we were talking and I didn't see mm-hmm. them named that way, but I wanted to listeners to... Uh, too. Yep, yep. And again, go to uh, BigSkyWalker.com and all the stuff that Rod and I are talking about right now, uh, the information is on there. And so how about off the reservation, uh, not necessarily in central Montana? I I actually s- talked with you last year because I saw your Facebook post um, doing the tra- traverse over to, uh, I think it's our lake. Is that the, from, oh, the, yeah. from the past? Yeah, and I. Mm-hmm. And I heard people doing pass. that, and so I'd gone over headquarters pass many times. Um, and so I actually had saved your Facebook post from a, from years past when you've done it, and uh, went up there last year and actually did that. And it's a great, uh, of course, y- you got to wait till the pass is open a little bit, but it's it's a great hike, and I think you're guaranteed to see some goats if you do it. Yeah, there's a pretty good chance. Yeah, you know, the, the peaks might be kind of snowy for a little while longer this summer, all the snow we've had. But, uh, you know, I think probably the the best hike in central Montana is uh, south of Lewistown, and it starts at, uh, what's it called, Crystal Lake. And it's a loop. I think it's 14 miles total. You hike up one way, and you get up on top of the big snowies, and there's a there's a fairly unique unique ice cave up there that's a nice destination, and then you come down a different way through uh, tra- the trail takes you by Grandview Point back down to Crystal Lake, and that's as good a hike as you're going to find anywhere. Uh, I'll bet there's not a lot of people on that hike either, is there? No, and it's one you're going to have to wait for this year too because of the snow this year. I think it's going to be maybe. Late June before you can get up there. How about um, you know we do have a short hiking season here, even though, even though there are places you can hike all winter if you're willing to go with shoes and mm-hmm. clampons and stuff, just not to the high altitude and the right. and the vertical stuff. But there are places. So you know we're going into spring and we could talk about those spring hikes. But how about even before you went out to Hayes when you were in Helena? You, do you have some favorite winter hikes that you can recommend to our uh, central Montana uh, audience? 
Well, you know, it's been really good for snowshoeing this year in the Little Rockies, but uh, in Helena, um, Casey Meadows is a good snowshoe hike. Um, it's fun to hike up on the Continental Divide Trail, too. I've hiked into uh, the Lookout, Granite, is it the Granite Butte Lookout, and spent the night there. But that can be pretty windy country in the uh, in the winter. Which way did you? Uh, which way do you come when you? I've been up there a couple times. In fact, I went with uh, Amy here one time. We took uh, she took a group of, of kids up there to the lookout. I think yeah. they actually rent that thing out, don't they? You can actually yeah. rent the lookout, right? Yeah, I've done that a few times. Um, but I've hiked in from Stepple Pass both times. I've done that. I another think another neat, <clears throat> another nice snowshoe hike is. Uh, one that opened up recently, uh, what is it, uh, Falls Creek, or by, uh, on the Deer, it's a tributary of the Dearborn River. Um, and the, and the Devil's Glen is another good snowshoe hike in the winter. Those are both near Augusta. And, uh, I've done both of those in the winter. You know, snow conditions vary so much. Um, I was over at Falls Creek, I think over Christmas break, and there wasn't much snow there at all. But um, there's been a lot more snow recently. It might be better. But even without snow, it's a, it's a good winter hike. Uh, it's kind of neat to see some frozen waterfalls and uh, either the Devil's Glen on the Dearborn or Falls Creek, uh, which was I think purchased by the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. It was, and then and then given to the Forest Service possibly to to provide access to a, a bigger area of public land, which. You know, kudos to the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation for doing that. Yeah, you know, and you probably know this, Rod. And I, I'd like to say we're we're speaking with Rod Benson about hiking in Central Montana, but his his hiking um, experiences cover all the way from Idaho across Central Montana, all the way down into South Dakota, and been in Wyoming. Some of some of his hikes that he's done on that he shows on his website, but. I'm sure he's done much more than that. But Rod, how about how about some of the? Could you classify some of these hikes for us? For some of our listeners who are new to Montana, we get a lot of every summer. We get a lot of new people here, especially with Malcolm Air Force Base. People coming from the east, you know, not familiar with the mountains, so we may want to may want to try some some of the easier hikes. And then we have mountaineers here who want to want to really challenge themselves so how about some of the easier ones especially as spring's coming that uh you think will open up early where where everybody's been penned up and wanting to get out and do a little hike and what what would you recommend hmm. uh, yeah you know it's going to be muddy for a while it's going to be slushy for a while i think winter's probably been about two months longer this this year <laughs> but uh in helena one of the things I like most about living in Helena is is just the trail system on the edge of town. You know, we have something like 70 miles worth of trail, uh, thanks to the Prickly Pear Land Trust and, and the city of Helena for maintaining those trails. And that's kind of where I get started, you know, in the, in the winter time. They're great hiking in the winter, too, but uh, it's a great place to get in shape. Um, easier hikes in the Great Falls area. The one I, I told you about, just uh, Falls Creek, is a pretty easy hike. Not much elevation okay. gain, and that's 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 a pretty easy hike. Um, Crown Butte 
is one of my favorites. I used to take uh, high school students. We had an outdoors club at Helena High when I was teaching there, and every year we'd go to Crown Butte at least once. That's a fantastic hike, and it's uh, just about five miles southwest of Sims. It's featured on my on right. My I know where I know where I've never I've never been up on it, but I've heard. Oh, uh, you got to go there, Marty. Yeah, I, geologically, uh, it's so is, interesting. I've got it's featured on my on my blog, and it kind of tells you how to get there. Um, the road might be a little bit muddy, but um, as soon as it dries up, that's one that you got to do. And again, that's another one where you, you're going to see some rattlesnakes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. My experience has been that they're pretty friendly around Crown Butte. They give you give you a warning. I think if you're uh, out but, there in uh, in the spring on any of those buttes, I know on uh, Priest Butte or Square Butte, either one of Square Buttes, if you're if you really don't like listening to rattlesnakes give you a little warning don't 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 do it because you're you're probably going to hear them and i think most of our listeners in great falls are hikers who usually the north north uh trail or the south um shore trail of the river's edge trail either one side of those in the spring here pretty soon uh if you're willing mm-hmm. to hike those you're you're you've got to be you know, I'm I worry more about my dog than I do myself because I'm I'm fully expecting I'm going to be rattled at somewhere along the the hike, um, and certainly those those buttes have to be uh, have to have a few dens on them. It makes yes, the hike interesting, right? It does. And if I'm hiking by myself on a day where it's just right for rattlesnakes, I, I put my snake gaiters on and I I take my trekking poles and I'm tapping the rocks to kind of. <laughs> Warn them that I, warn them that I'm I'm around too. So I, I don't know if that helps, but it helps me psychologically, I guess. And that's a big part of it. If you feel comfortable, then the hike will be fine. But if you're worried about it, yeah. my uh, my spouse is not real real good with it. And we didn't mention that you <laughs> your 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 spouse is still in Helena, and you have three. Is it three grown children? Does do they get out and hike with I, you? I have four grown okay. children, and yes, my spouse is in Helena. I get back about once every three weeks or so, and occasionally we meet in Lewistown and uh, just kind of get to know each other again. Um, and, oh, my my kids, yes. So <clears throat> I have uh, my oldest, my stepson, likes to hike. He's pretty busy with the family and Billings. And my youngest, uh, Amy, uh lives in Missoula. She's mid-30s, and she's she's a very avid hiker. She's done most of the PCT trail. She, one summer, she hiked from, she hiked across Washington, or across Oregon, and then Washington, ending up at Canada. And then she went back the next year and, and tried to do some of the PCT, but it was just too much snow. Yeah, so I think uh, that's the way. My, she's your yeah, favorite. She's, I, I noticed on the website, uh, when I've gone through some of your hikes that, um, and some of your Facebook posting that when Amy's available, she seems to accompany you, uh, uh, on a lot of your excursions. I, I, one in particular stuck in my mind where you went and hiked Halite Peak in, you know, south of Bozeman there. And then you came back and did the nose of Sleeping Giant, uh, back to yeah, back. Yeah. And, um, how about, Talking about Sleeping Giant and Man Gulch and and that area around uh, the lake there uh, are are sure. How about when 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 will Man Gulch be be available to hike? Do you think? You think it's available now? 
I, I think it'd be probably kind of kind of slushy right now. I, I, you know, I haven't been home for a couple of weeks, so I don't know what the snow situation is. But my favorite way to do that is uh, is I kayak from uh, Hilger Landing. That's just, that's where the Gates of the Mountains boat tours uh, take off from. I kayak from there and I go up to uh, Coulter Campground and usually park. And there's a trail along the river that can take you over to Merriweather. And then from Merriweather, there's a trail that switchbacks up to uh, the ridge between Merriweather Canyon and Man Gulch. And then you can hike down into Man Gulch and then come back the same way. That'd be a long, long day, but uh, it's really unique country, and you're not going to run into anybody. You, 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 know, you might see a lot of wood ticks, um, but... Uh, Another one I like to do out there is is the Sleeping Giant. Now, to, to hike the Sleeping Giant, the nose of the Sleeping Giant, uh, most people access it through private property, and you have to get permission. And that's a little bit tricky. You kind of have to know somebody. But there is a way to access it uh, without crossing private property from the river. And that's a very difficult uh, hike, but it's kind of one that I like to do as sort of a a fitness check every year to see if I still can do it. And uh, so far, I've still been, been able to do it, but uh, we'll see again this summer. It's, it's a long day. You know, you kayak in, and you're going kind of with the flow of the river, and then you kayak back sort of against the flow, and a lot of times the wind's not favorable in the afternoon or evening too. But um, it's a challenging, it's a challenging day. Like you're going to see some beautiful country, probably see some ospreys and, and eagles and and uh, get some great views from the nose of the sleeping giant. You brought up a couple of things I'd like to uh, touch on. One was last time I was down there, the the captain of the one of the captains, they have a couple of them of that tour boat. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some people there that wanted to go to Mangulch and uh, I guess you can you can get on that boat and they'll they'll drop you off at that campground uh whatever i guess that's lewis and clark campground is that what or whatever um, the nearest campground is coulter and then there's merriweather which uh, isn't really a campground anymore but they do stop there okay uh, that's the that's what i was talking about and i guess pe- yeah. it isn't a campground anymore but i know people that have have canoed in and camped there uh, I, I know yeah. it's not technically yeah. a campground and they shouldn't do that but um they do, and then your comment about ticks. Uh, I I was just out yesterday, and it's a little cold. But Amy told me that um, her better half, who works for Northwest Energy, um, happened to be out doing work on the river and actually picked up a couple of hitchhikers and brought them home. So the ticks are certainly out. And as you know, uh, um, as long as it's moist out there, and we're going to have a moist spring. Uh, those ticks are going to be anywhere anywhere the deer are. You're going to have ticks for the, that month yeah. until it dries out. Um, so just be aware of that if you're. Yeah. If might be a good year for mosquitoes as well. Uh, I'm thinking so. If you're down by the river, any of those uh, areas that have, uh, especially I think next week they were talking the 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 melt will be on by Monday and um, a lot of those la- low areas and those. El- Old elbows will fill up, and and there'll be a lot of a lot of still water for those mosquitoes to to um, 
to ha- have have a field day. I I don't think we've had one for a, a couple years. Um, I don't remember a bad year in the last five or six years. No, that, no, it's been pretty dry lately. Yeah, I got understatement. I think all the farmers out there will tell you that's an understatement. Um, I hope they're happy this year, and I hope we continue to get a little bit of moisture. We we do need it. Um, we're pretty close to wrapping this up, and I've been talking with uh, Rod Benson, and I'd like to tell the listeners again, if you really want to know some some um, spots to go hiking and you don't know who to ask, and uh, go to uh, bigskywalker.com. Um, it's a, easy to navigate the website, and there's great information on about hiking everywhere around from Helena up to the Canadian border and we didn't even talk about the all the other um places that Rob has hiked but he's got them annotated on his uh, website if you follow him you'll actually start getting some emails probably not emails but Facebook posts and you can certainly reach out to him and and ask him if you friend him on Facebook or go to his website. And if you got questions about it, um, I'm sure you don't mind if people reach out to you, Rod. No, that'd be fine. Yeah, I just want to encourage people to get out there. Those mountains aren't going to climb themselves. Well, uh, Rod, that pretty much wraps it up. I know we could talk for hours about the hike. I probably want to talk to Amy about the Pacific Crest Trail. I think it's going to be an epic snow year. I think it's, I was just looking at the Facebook page for the Pacific Crest Trail this morning and I think more people have stopped already or tried to get their permit switched than they're flip-flopping up to Oregon, they're went up to Tehachapi, they're you know, uh, a lot of people are getting off the trail already so um, it's going to be an interesting year on the Pacific Crest Trail but it's certainly going to be uh, endless number of places you can go in Montana, and if you had to pick your favorite before I let you go, Rod, what would you, be your favorite hike in the Big Sky? Well, I thought about that. I've, I've, I think I would go with Ear Mountain. Ear Mountain, uh, northwest of Shoto, is probably one of the most unique destinations. It's, uh, it's challenging. Uh, it's not really a a trail trail, but enough people have done it. And you know, I think your mountain would have to be the one I would pick. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, Rod says your mountain, but he also mentioned Falls Creek and Crown Butte and a whole bunch of other places in those island ranges out across Montana. So I think he'd share with me the uh, message today is uh, spring will be here. Monday it'll be 60 degrees. Get out, watch for the ticks. Don't let the rattles bother you. And Rod, um, thank you very much for coming on Front Range Outdoors. Uh, this will also yeah, thanks for having me, Marty. Uh, it's been it's been kind of fun. I was a little nervous about doing this. I've never done anything like this before, but uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Well, we'll have you back for sure, and uh, I'm sure you're going to be out there exploring. And you you haven't stopped. You're it looks to me like all your Right now, you're just in the little pause that they've got you hemmed in during the winter months out there in Haze. And so uh, once that's over, who knows where uh, uh, Big Skywalker is going to be. So uh, go to his website again, folks. And thank you very much, Rod, for being on Front Range Outdoors. For our listeners, uh, once this airs, it'll also be uh, downloadable from the website. And Gabe will give you that information 
but it's kind of easy to download this to your phone and listen to them while you're hiking or listen to them while you're driving. And thank you very much for listening and supporting your local public radio station. I'll, I'll make sure and put a link to the show notes uh, in the show notes to BigSkyWalker.com. And what a great resource. Uh, and just really, I like you mentioned, he's a nurse science teacher. Like that teacherness kind of comes through there where um, he really has an enjoyment of sharing the uh, where he's been and, and also just encouraging people to get out there. I like that line, the uh, mountains won't climb themselves. I think next time we'll make sure we have Amy along because Amy's a science teacher. That would be great. And I, I should have commented that, hey, 37 years teaching freshmen earth science, we should have some kind of medal for them yeah, <laughs> you know, right. to no survive doubt. that and then go ahead and take another uh, interesting science. Uh, it's actually, I, I found it very interesting talking to him about teaching science on the reservation. It's a unique environment and, and um, he's done some interesting things out there. He's a big archer, so he started an archery. Um, he started the archery program on the reservation, and now it's a high school sport for the um, the high schools that are on reservations. And they he just got done competing at the state meet in Helena. And so it's something that the, that his uh, students out there picked up because it's, it's heritage. How cool is that? So We should definitely have him on. I, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of different topics we could cover, yeah, all, you, all pertinent to Front Range. Oh, yeah. When he when, when you look at his uh, bio, I almost just read it. It's just, uh, I mean, just read it online. It was like, um, I'm interested in geology, meteorology, hiking, kayaking, mountaineering. You know, it's just down the laundry list of like, hey, that's what Front Range is all about. Yeah. Everything you're, you're talking about. So, it's kind of we we had this lined up and then COVID hit and it was trying to get them get them lined up but uh, we finally got it and we'll and we'll certainly have them back on. Yeah, well, and like you mentioned, Marty, uh, you can download and listen to these uh, programs that we produce here locally on KGPR Great Falls at kgpr.org. You can listen on demand when it's convenient for you. And we really appreciate um, you taking a look through our website. We have a new uh, portion of the website kgpr.org/slash/electron the electron. And there's a link to it at the top there, which is current events and things going on around Great Falls. We're really trying to build that community calendar presence. There's also a link to donate. We're really looking to microfund this through the community, especially our local efforts here. So anything that you can chip in is always appreciated. But uh, when it comes down to it, thanks for listening and thanks for being part of our uh, our radio station here, KGPR Great Falls. And thank you, Marty. You've uh, brought a lot of interesting guests to our to the airwaves, you and Amy. I really enjoy Front Range Outdoors. Well, I like it. being in the studio and visiting with you, Gabe, whether it's on the air live or if, if it's just on the side conversations we have about the world in yeah. general. And w- w- when the show starts, we focus on the Front Range. But before that, it's the whole world. We If only they knew. <laughs> if they only they knew. <laughs> one of these days they will know because we're going to do it. We're going to just hit record one of these times and let it go. Well. Hopefully, we'll be able to edit before we go live. Of course. Well, you know, you always reserve that, right? Well, happy trails uh, to you, Marty. Enjoy those early spring hikes, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Gabe. The sun's sinking low in the west, and I know another day on the range has gone by. Bed down the strays, we've been gathering all day.
the mountain low 